Florida, like we said, they were the number one team for a reason. We lost to a good team. It's nothing to freak out over. Um, so BVC is now going to be uh, unanimously known as uh, Bad Voodoo Charm. Tim Elko goes down, grabs his knee. There are still pieces to this team that are going to be there to help support and to give the energy that is going to be needed. This really hurts to lose, to not have Ely right now. Howdy. Welcome to the Bait Shack Podcast, presented by hashtag Come to the Shack. Your home for freshwater fishing tips, grumblings from the grove, big game banner, and all the chum you can feed on regarding University of Ole Miss Athletics. We're coming to you from the Land Shark Lounge on Lake Sardis, so grab a cold one, sit back, and reel in the Bait Shack cast. Welcome to episode 44 of the Bait Shack. It's a small crew tonight, kind of a special little episode. We're recording right before the national championship game, right after the Ole Miss baseball game. So um, excited about tonight and just absolutely terrified for the rest of the season as far as baseball goes. Uh, but we got Cody here tonight. We got Soren. We've got myself. And uh, we're going to start off with, uh, I guess, some bad news, of course, because we lost the series to Florida. Um, but there might be some positive takeaways we can go from there. Um, I know we were talking on the last episode, Randy and I kind of thought that was a series. We didn't think we'd sweep. We thought it'd be very optimistic to say two games so that you win the series. That'd be great. But really it came down to wanting to get, make sure we get one win. Um, Florida, like we said, they were the number one team for a reason. They were unanimous number one. So just because they had the 15 in front of their name, they were slipping a little bit. They obviously, they're still very good. Um, so the opener style worked very well in game one. We could not touch Aliman or Mace. We only had four hits off of them. Game two, a little bit different story. We got all over Jack Leftwich when he came in. He got a little bit of a groove early, and then we just took him out of the game late. Kind of sort of what we do, it seems. We score a little later. Um, game three, yes, we lost. Uh, at least for myself, I kind of like to see us fight back a little bit. I think that's some positive momentum. Um, went down early, kind of gave him a few more runs. Derek Diamond didn't have a good game. Um, kind of needs to work on elongating his starts, of course. But I don't know. We came back a little bit. It's some positive that we can work forward towards, uh, especially with Arkansas coming this week. But what about you guys? What did you see? Um, what was kind of something you liked? Maybe stuff, stuff you didn't like? Um, go ahead. Take it away. Okay. So one thing that I did not like is uh, Ben Van Cleve. Um, the two games that he started – uh, which was Friday and Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we lost both of those games. Um, so BVC is now going to be uh, unanimously known as uh, Bad Voodoo Charm. So anytime <laughs> that he starts, uh, I am going to be very suspicious uh, if we win. Um, and that's nothing against Ben except the fact that like you get you get a scholarship to to hit balls, okay? And the fact that you as of recent, have not been able to do that just really bothers me. Um, and so I do like, though, that you were what you were saying, Kyle, is that, like, we fought back in that Sunday game. We really did. And I really, you know, as disappointing as it is to see us lose 5-6, to six, um, if a couple more things would have, have went right, uh, we could have very well won that game um, and won the series. But you know what? Uh, I'm not going to sit here and play uh, hypotheticals. Uh, you know, we lost a series. We at least won one game. 
Um, that's my takeaway from it. Cody? Yeah, um, what I, the first thing I did not like was not giving Gunnar Hoagland run support because he pitched phenomenally as he usually does. Um, I mean, you got to go out there. If, if you can go out there and score four runs on a night, Gunnar's pitching usually three or four, then you're good. But we couldn't do that. Um, I did not like, like uh, Soren said, Ben Van Cleve going in there. He's, it's, I mean, he's not good. I'll just straight up say it that way. Um, overall, Florida's a good team. Uh, they're usually right up there at the top. They've been to Omaha, what, like five of the last ten years or something. I mean, that's that's not going to be a bad loss, especially on the road. So, I actually heard a crazy stat. Um, Kevin O'Sullivan, their head coach, is 8-1 and one in Super Regionals. That blows Jesus my mind. Christ. <laughs> but go on, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're good. I I mean, that's that's basically it. We lost to a good team. It's nothing to freak out over. I mean, I'm probably more worried about what happened tonight than what happened this past weekend. Yeah, so Tim Elko goes down, grabs his knee, can't put any pressure on it, no contact injury. Um, they were looking at his knee, messing with his knee. I'm guessing it's some kind of ACL, MCL, meniscus, something with that. Um, not, you know, We have to wait to find the – figure out what's going on to get some kind of announcement. I'm sure by the time this releases, we'll know. But for now, it's all speculation. I'm assuming he's not going to be back for a while. Um, I think we can safely guess that. Don't think it was a turned ankle or anything. So more guys out. We just got Kale Baker back. We just got, I saw Trey LaFleur play a little bit tonight. We just got Chof back. We've seen we just got everybody back. Doug McKenzie, by the way, another great outing over the weekend. I did forget to mention that. Um, he's now come back with force, so that's great to see. We just got back to full health literally today, and now our best hitter goes down. Um, he's our best right-handed bat. He's one of the best weapons against lefties. He's pl been playing first base, third base. I don't know where they were going to have him moving forward because it seems like it was working with him at first, kind of moving some guys around to get more offensive production. I guess we'll see tomorrow night exactly what happens. That might be a kind of feel out what we have as far as Mike's concerned with Alcorn State coming to town, and then we'll know a little more for Arkansas. But moving forward, at least against lefties, I think we're going to see Kale Baker in BVC, so get ready for that. That's going to be a nightmare, um, uh, from probably more from the fan base than the actual product on the field. But those are the guys you're going to see. Who do you want to see fill those shoes? I mean, you're looking at a first base, third base kind of guy that needs to step in. Well, uh, I, for one, would rather see Ben Van Cleve than I would uh, Kel Baker. Just throw Van Cleve in there at DH. At least he's going to put it in play maybe half the time. I mean, Kel Baker about seems about seems like it's about 99% of the time he's going to strike out. I mean, I know it's not that <laughs> that high of a percentage, but it feels like it. So, I mean, I'm going to go. I'm going to roll with Van Cleve in that situation. I mean, I I guess I would go with Van Cleve in this situation, but, like, to be honest, your options here, in my opinion, aren't the greatest. It's, like, picking between dog shit and horse shit. Like, <laughs> what shit do you want? You know, like, I just, I don't know. I You know, I guess I'm going to go with Bennett Van Cleve, but uh, I don't know. What, what happened to Kale last year, man? He was, like, I remember him being decent, and, like, for some reason he's – uh, he was out, right? He was injured for something, and he came he's, back. Today, he's been right? injured a lot this year. His problem is that he can only hit a fastball, 
and he can really only hit like a juco level fastball at that i mean he can hit them all but he's much better when it's like a little slower of a fastball and we're in the sec where those are pumped up a little bit yeah and they he his his stats last year took a fall a nosedive when they found out he can't hit anything off speed the the funny thing i've noticed about him this year is um i've seen him take fastballs down the middle and swing at curveballs in the dirt he can't see it (laughs) it's like okay look man i'm not gonna sit here and, and just extensively talk massive amounts of shit because he got a scholarship for a reason oh yeah so did ben you know what i'm saying but like the problem is is that i just have not seen them step up i haven't this year and i need them to do that if they're gonna do it if they're gonna get my trust back uh for them uh i'm gonna need to see them do that tomorrow with alcorn state and then jesus i cannot believe i'm saying this whenever we play arkansas this weekend i I'm very, very skeptical. Now we have other people that are good, that are decent hitters, um, that aren't, you know, Ben or, or, um, or Kale. But I just, I know those are like the two people that we're gonna have to look at, and it's just like really depressing to think about that. It really is. Like I said, it's picking between dog shit and horse shit. Yeah, it I'm- really is. Pick your poison between those two, um, with Kale and BVC, because like Cody was saying, Kale. Strikes out a thousand times. I mean, it's got to it's got to feel like half the time at this point. He struck out tonight, and at BVC at least puts the ball in play. But at the same time, Kale gets on base at quite a high clip, especially for a guy that strikes out so much. And BVC right now has an on base percentage that's terrible, and his slugging percentage is even lower. You don't see that anomaly happening a lot in, in baseball. So it's kind of, like I said, it's kind of pick your poison, and I think you're gonna see one of them. No matter what, Mike's going to force one of them to d- break through this slump. See, th- this is a situation I, I was thinking about uh, earlier. This really hurts to lose to not have Ely right now because, yeah, like in this situation, you could throw Bench at third, um, Graham at first. You could throw Graham at first. You could have Man. Ely in center, TJ in left, and Leatherwood in right. So yeah. I mean, yeah, you could even have JRP in there if one yeah. of those slump. I mean. It does I mean, hurt could, to not have Ely. We could do. We could try JRP. We can still do that with JRP instead of Ely. Yeah, that's it's like just the not, one, I don't think it's as good. But yeah, that's I mean, like the that's like the one anchor to this team. The one saving grace is JRP. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's time and time again. I mean, I mean, time and time again, man. We all. I mean, you hear slander from Randy, even though he's not on tonight. You hear slander from a lot of people, and it's like time and time again, he just proves us wrong. Not me, not me. I mean, I've always been, you know, that like that's that's my boy right there. You feel me? So like the truther, man. Yeah, I mean, for real. I I'm a John Rice truther, and let's be honest. Um, it's it has worked out every time. So besides like one, I think. Um, so it's like the one anchor to this team, you know. Yeah, and at least at least he didn't get injured. So, you know, cross your fingers that never happens. We need the anchor to stay. Here, let me knock on some wood. Knock on some wood. Some Find some wood. Um, but, yeah, so looking forward to this weekend. Now we've got Arkansas. Mashed potatoes. Totally hype about this series all year, especially building up to it. It's been neck and neck. We're tied for the SEC West. We've been just a game, ahead, half game ahead of them or so. Now we're tied. Um, now it's it's not so shiny anymore with Tim Elko going down. Um Still going to be an electric series. I'm 
don't remember the exact numbers, but it's something like they have only won one regular series against us since 20, I think 12, maybe. Um, we dominate Arkansas every single year. Doesn't matter what they're ranked. Doesn't matter what we're ranked. We win the series. Usually two out of three. Um, I think there's been one sweep, maybe. But now, you know, we don't have Tim Elko, of course. So offensively, there's going to be a hole. No matter what you do, no matter who you put in there, I think unless Kale or somebody breaks out, there's going to be a hole there. Arkansas's pitching a little lower, a little on the lower end compared to what we've been playing. Um, think kind of like Alabama-ish uh, as far as kind of giving up runs and everything. And their offense, I am personally of the opinion that their offense has over-exceeded what they should have done this year. Um, they've been playing a little – they've played over what they should be doing. They lead the conference in home runs at 46. The next highest is South Carolina, 44. Actually, they're tied with, I guess, LSU. Um, but they have, like, way more home runs than they should have, and they also don't ground ball double play. It was a weird stat I found. They only have, like, two on the year. Um, they were a little slower last week against Auburn. Not a great pitching staff, though they got some pieces back, but they had a little slower of an offense. I think it's just going to be a kind of grind situation, assuming our offense can still you know, put up points. Function? Function without Tim Elko, yeah. I mean, you basically said everything. I mean, I agree with everything that you just said. So it's like, uh, I'm hoping, and like, this is the sad part, is like, like, always during the regular season, like you said, we usually win this series. But, you know, when it comes to postseason stuff, for some reason, they always get it going at the right time. I don't really want to talk about that right now because I'm already <laughs> sad about Tim Elko, and and I don't want to get even more sad. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that we pull out a W this weekend, um, series wise, and and hey, look, if we can if we can sweep, I don't know. How do you feel about this, Cody? You usually say some pretty wild takes, <laughs> and they end up coming true. So, do you, do you feel like we're gonna sweep this weekend? I I don't feel like we're gonna sweep. But, I mean, I, I'm going to all but guarantee a two out of three this weekend. They're going to okay. come out there. They're going to fight. Um, Arkansas has some bad karma coming for them just because they're, they're f***ing Arkansas. Yes, they're um, Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> dig my dick the mashed potatoes. Um, dig my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs. Honestly, like, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised to see a sweep this weekend. I mean, Gunner, Gunner and – damn, what? Doug, I can't Doug. think of his name. <laughs> Gunner and Doug have been, have looked very very good l- lately, and like you said, Arkansas's offense is overachieved. I think we're gonna go out there, we're gonna score some runs on their pitching, and I wouldn't be surprised to see Diamond bounce back and have a pitch a gym Sunday, and we go for a sweep. Yeah, and we can touch more on it uh, next episode, but. Uh, they have the mentality that we had last year, I've noticed, where they just will themselves to victory every single time. They don't have too much. I mean, they're flashy. They've got some good players. Uh, but they just will themselves to wins, and um, they end up beating you in the end. So, they, I don't know. I just think it's going to be kind of close um, back and forth. I highly doubt one team wins the first two games unless our offense is just absolutely a drum beat, a deadbeat. Uh, but, you know, hopefully we get that sweep, that series win, like you said. But, um, Cody, you were looking around at some top 10, or what? not top 10, the super regional projections from Baseball America. Why don't you run us down with those? Yes. Uh, Baseball America posted their this week's eight for Omaha. They had Arizona, Arkansas, Louisville, 
Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Notre Dame, Texas, and Vandy. So four SEC teams, which I yeah. think ties the record, right? Yeah. And they'll probably stick them all on the same side. <laughs> yeah, to make sure it's not an SEC versus SEC. <laughs> that would be so pretty what, wild if it was. So what surprised you? Um, I mean, I, I understand Notre Dame has has looked good. We kind of touched on that before the episode, but I mean, <laughs> it's Notre Dame. They're not going to be there. They, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think it's probably a little premature to say they're going to Omaha. I think I agree with you there, but they're pretty good. And, um, especially that the coaching from everything I've gathered, the coaching, um, was his name, Link Jarrett, the new guy. And I think he came over, he came over from UNC Greensboro. Um, I don't know if he has ties or whatever it is, but whatever he's doing, it's working because as you could probably guess, they don't have the talent that like the rest of the ACC has. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's just making it work. And I'm looking at their schedule here now. They got some pretty solid wins. Um, series went against ranked Pittsburgh. Two out of th- or they split because that's right. Louisville is postponed, so they split with Louisville. They sweep ranked Virginia. Um, and then I guess the rest of the game so far, COVID or weather canceled. But I don't know. Notre Dame looks okay. I agree with you, though. I think it's a little premature to be well, putting them I, in the Omaha conversation. Let's come one, back to that conversation in two weeks from now. That's what I'll say. The, the one that kind of actually shocks me is them uh, putting Texas in there. I mean, I know I know Texas swept South Carolina, but, like, Texas hasn't shown me anything, any reason why they'd be an Omaha team right now. Let me look it up because I don't remember exactly. They're on a tear right now. Um, I don't remember the exact number, but I – I think they won like nine games in a row in the Big 12. Um, give me just a second. Yeah, they swept South Carolina, who, I mean, we saw they swept Florida. South Carolina did, so we know they're good. Um, but after that opening series, yeah, they went on a tear. They lost one to BYU, one to Houston, beat everybody else. Um, they lost okay, to it us. Must, it must. It must have been Texas Tech. I was thinking of. So never mind. But they did. They won the series against Baylor. Won the series against Oklahoma. Three against Kansas. Was Texas Tech in that conversation? Did they include them? Um. No. See that that seems weird to me because yeah. Texas Tech is definitely the team I would have in, not Texas. Yeah. If I had to pick one out of the Big Twelve. Also, Texas lost the A and L. Yeah, that's a midweek, so I don't worry about it <laughs> too know. much. I mean, horns down all the way. <laughs> I don't mind that. Who who are the other teams? Um, you have our uh, our favorite little brother, uh, Mississippi State, and our favorite little cousin, little cousin. Arkansas. <laughs> Mashed potatoes. <laughs> and then Vandy. Vandy. That's Notre like our Dame, smart Louisville, uncle right there. Arizona. Louisville and Arizona. Okay. So, who are they leaving? The, no Big Ten, naturally. That makes sense. Okay. I mean, I could see that. You said no Big Ten, naturally. You know. <laughs> I mean, that Michigan thing was I mean, a fluke. I Michigan. That was like a fluke. No one expected fluke, that. <laughs> I think they were a three seed coming out of a whatever regional. I don't know. But, yeah, I've heard Arizona's been pretty good. Um, they have been. I don't know much about Louisville. But I, th- I think Louisville's just like throw them in there because they're always <laughs> safe they're pick. Yeah. You, you can't go wrong with Louisville. But, um,. All right, so any other baseball we want to touch on? Anything, anybody stand out? Anybody kind of want to, I mean, we already kind of shit on a few guys, so we probably don't need to do that, but. Did we mention the world's ending? We lost yeah. the series? 
It's over, fellas. I mean, that, this season is over. Yeah, we're seven and two in conference play. The season's f***ing over, guys. We suck. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do want to see the timetable on him coming back. There's, there's a weird thing that could happen if he comes back like right before SEC tournament play or something. Like just when we're starting to get boil up, get a little hot, and then like he comes back in the lineup, could be the perfect storm for like an actual postseason run that hasn't happened since 2014. Like, like legitimately like a yeah not not a not a super regional run like an omaha run <laughs> yeah yeah i'll be honest i don't think Omaha's possible without tim elko in the lineup I'll, I'll be honest i think you're overreacting i think it's still possible it's already like i'm gonna go ahead and say that too actually i think you're over look I, it <laughs> is a huge piece it's i mean it's a kick in the cock i'm not gonna lie it does not feel good okay but I still feel like you can recover from that. I mean, yeah, you get kicked in the dick. You feel like you have a little bit of wind knocked out of you, but man, you'll catch your breath. You will. I, I mean, that's like that's like there were some people saying, "Oh, we're losing Elko and Servideo. This team ain't gonna be the same." And look at us, we're number three in the country still, tied Keenan for and, Keenan and Servideo. Who did I say? Elko. Okay. okay. Oh, I mean, which okay. we, we Elko is just on my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, all right, so. My problem is we're going to be playing three freshmen, right? I mean, we're going to be playing some kind of mix of LaFleur, of McCants, uh, Calvin Harris, and Gonzo. So I would say we're going to have probably three steadily in the lineup. In 2017, when we had the best recruiting class, I think it was the best, right? Yeah. Aren't we playing like three freshmen every day? And those were like certified MLB guys. In 17? Yeah, we were playing. We were playing Gray. We were playing Dillard, and then Cooper, and I think Zebo was in and out. But either way, it's kind of reminding me of that, and that team couldn't even make the tournament. So that's why I'm just like, I, look, they're looking great right now. McCants is anyway. McCants is looking great. Gonza is looking outstanding. I mean, he's gonna be in the conversation possibly for freshman of the year. Those two guys are looking good. I'm just wondering if it can stay, if it can be upheld. You know. And Calvin Harris, his numbers are crap right now. So what? are LaFleur. So those guys kind of – I don't think you can count on them as of now. All but. I'm saying is that look at look at who we have so far that are doing well, right? And and they – I think it's a little bit different than 2017. I, I do. There's a lot of – even if, you know, Elko stays out, like – there are still pieces to this team that are going to be there to help support and to give the energy that is going to be needed. You know what I'm saying? I really don't know what happened during 2017 when we were playing um, those, what would you say, three or four freshmen or whatever uh, pretty consistently. But I think, I think like, like you said, you're overreacting. We didn't have the uh, starting rotation. That no. we have this year. I will say that. Yeah. But the offense just struggled so much. It was like such a struggle to get runs. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, that. our offense is really like hit or miss some days. And so like. But Elko's pretty much been hit. I mean, every single game. He had four against, um, I don't know. He's had multiple three or four hit games. Yeah. It feels like he hasn't been off since the first two weeks of the season. Like but any I, kind of little slump. But I'm just saying, though, it's like. I think I think we'll have a good gauge of how this is gonna play out for the rest of the season after this after uh, Alcorn. We'll see if they can kind of pick up the pace here, which I'm sure they will. And then also against 
the series that we have this weekend against Arkansas. Um, I think after these next four games, we will have a decent, like a, a decent understanding of where this is going to go. I'd like to see what happens at Arkansas. I agree. Let's let's see this series this weekend, kind of give us a better gauge of what to expect moving forward. Seven and two start was really important. That's two sweeps are really going to help now because now we're the ones that are down with injuries. So, but if you guys want, we can go ahead and talk about the game tipping off here in about an hour. Um, Gonzaga and Baylor. Those were my two picks at the very beginning of the year for going to the championship game. I'm surprised. I'm not actually really that surprised that it was correct because those two teams are by far like the best. Those are NBA stars all over. And I'm glad they get a chance to play this time. COVID canceled the last matchup. And uh, I was, man, UCLA almost blew it for everybody. I would have been a little little upset if that happened. But <laughs> we get it. We get it here tonight. Um, who do you guys have? Who do you, you think is going to win? I'm going, the, I'm going with the Zags. What, what would the, be the first team to ever go undefeated through a whole season? The second, I get, or I don't know what number. It's the first since Indiana did it. And I don't remember when they did it. It was, I want to almost say like, 25 years ago or something? I don't know. But they well, went 32-0, and they did it. Well, Gonzaga's about to do it. I think it'd be pretty cool. And they are long overdue. They kind of deserve it, to be honest. But Baylor is pretty damn good, too. I, I don't really know who to take. I'll probably take Gonzaga. Nah, give me Baylor. Screw it. They always choke at some point. They haven't done it yet, so I'll take Baylor. But... <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a really good game regardless. I wouldn't be surprised if we have another one of those kind of buzzer beater endings or some kind of crazy I hope finish. So. I mean, <laughs> but on basketball, though, we did just get that transfer. I uh, forgot to mention the guy from Miami. You guys name in front of you, honestly. I think it's like Niger Brooks or something. I thought I thought it started with a K. Maybe Let not. Let me see. No, I did get it right. Niger Brooks. Um, he transferred from Miami. Before that, he played three years at Cincinnati. I think it's a really good addition. I don't think he's going to be your Romello White kind of bruiser down low. He didn't. I haven't seen him play enough to know, but seven foot, typically they don't have the greatest footwork if they're transferring from Miami to Ole Miss. Still, he's going to be really good. Um, in the system, it's a half-court system. It's slow. It's going to benefit him in that sense, and he also has three years under his belt under Mick Cronin, who's a defensive savant up in Cincinnati, now at UCLA. So that works really well for Kermit, too. And apparently, he can shoot the three. So, I mean, no, Lord knows we need that. So that'll be a kind of nice addition as well. Kind of make him a, a threat on the perimeter. So we needed post players. That's a good start. Um, kind of piecing together a decent squad for next year. So, I don't know. That's some good news to see today. Howdy, toddy. Howdy, we still toddy. won today. I mean, that's, that's good news. I mean, yeah, it is. <laughs> 20 to 6? Was that right? 20 to 5. Yeah. 25. Five. Or was it 6? Uh, 6. It was 6 at the end. Oh, my bad. We had, we had some uh, bad pitching. <laughs> kind of all game, to be honest. It, it was minimized because we scored 20 runs in the injury, but, like, Malice didn't look good. <laughs> and nobody after him did either. But It's a midweek. Who? I mean, whatever. Chokes velocity was down a little bit, coming back from injury. He was kind of getting hit around. Didn't like that. But, like you said, it's a midweek. Kind of see what happens tomorrow, get ready for Arkansas. But we'll come back to you again, I think, probably Wednesday night. Uh, we'll get an episode out to you Thursday, maybe Friday. We'll see. But 
Until then, watch the Rebs tomorrow and catch us this weekend against Arkansas. We will talk to you soon. This is when I'm dreaming.